the engineering log room of USS Long Beach hung a sign reading fares what you pay to ride the bus. That was pretty much the chief engineer's response any time anyone complained about anything that didn't seem fair. In other words, life isn't fair, deal with it. The parable about the laborers in the vineyard in chapter 20 of Matthew comes to mind when I think about fair. Early one morning, a vineyard owner went out to hire laborers to pick grapes for a penny a day. He also hired the laborers he found when he went out at the third hour, the sixth hour, the ninth hour, and the eleventh hour, saying he would pay them whatsoever was right. In accordance with the law, the vineyard owner paid all the laborers that evening, and it was then the laborers discovered that the owner did not subscribe to the equal pay for equal work mantra. Matthew writes that the early morning laborers murmured when they received the same wage as the eleventh hour crew. After all, they had borne the burden and the heat of the day in the vineyard, while the eleventh hour workers most likely had been slurping cokes, puffing smokes, and cracking jokes in the local flesh pot until late afternoon. I can understand why the early morning workers who broiled in the brutal sun were more than just a bit peeved when they got the same pay as the eleventh hour workers who had barely broken a sweat. It gets hot in the Middle East. I've never been to a vineyard in Israel, but I have been to the airport in Oman. The tarmac was so hot I literally could not stand still. I looked like a two-legged version of the shovel-snout lizard that lifts a front foot and the opposite rear foot in the air and then changes feet when the sand in the Namib Desert becomes unbearably hot. The parable is about the different number of hours each group worked. But the early morning laborers might also be likened to the early Christians who endured so much for their faith, and the eleventh-hour laborers to guys like me who are getting off light. Early Christians sacrificed a lot more for their faith than I have for mine. Some were ostracized, some were disowned by their families, some were even martyred. My sacrifice, if you can call it that, consists of giving a bit of time, treasure, and talent. Things like missing an hour of the beauty sleep I so desperately need to get to the early service when daylight saving starts, buying a basket for the Thanksgiving food drive, scrubbing burnt rice out of a pot at hearty meals, uh, my definition of talent may be different than yours. But none of those things come close to being eaten alive by a lion or getting soaked in pine tar and then set on fire. By no standard of our measurement was it fair for the 11th hour guys to get the same pay as the early morning guys. What we endure for our faith doesn't compare in the slightest to what the early Christians endured for theirs, nor does it compare to what some Christians in Africa and Asia are going through for theirs today. When we measure something, our scale measures the amount of a thing, but not its essence. Fortunately for us, God doesn't use our scale. His scale won't weigh the pounds of grapes we picked. His scale won't weigh the good stuff and the bad stuff we did. His scale will weigh our faith, and whether it's the faith of a martyr or just the faith of an everyday guy, we everyday Lutherans believe it will be enough to tip the scale in our favor.